could be. Or maybe it's just plain light. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell. That's a lot of mind games. Yeah. Santa, help me. <laughs> Silent night with a twang. Everyone has accents. Okay. And not all of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's awesome. I kind of want to watch that one. This one is like traditional it's Hallmark. So classic. It's yeah. so classic. That's <laughs> yeah. why I'm thinking this is the one she made up. Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that can't be trusted. Each week, our quiz master presents you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And we are doing winter for the month of December. And today, I, Andy, am your quiz master, and I'm doing a Find the Fake episode on Hallmark Christmas movies. So I will present you with four movies. Three of them are real Hallmark Channel movies, and one of them I have invented. So join our other hosts, Soups and Tanner, in figuring out which one it is. I love Hallmark movies. Yeah? I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> you should have researched this episode. I always have tears, even though I know what's oh, going yeah. to happen in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely think there's some like catharsis. That's mm-hmm. kind of the whole purpose of yeah. the genre. Yeah. But yeah, so I actually watched the three real movies and then I invented one. So I wrote full synopses of the three that I watched and then I wrote a fake one for a <laughs> fake movie I invented. All right. But let's back up a little bit, do the low hanging fruit in case we have listeners who are like, what are you talking about? So low hanging fruit, the Hallmark Channel was created and named for a company that is widely known for what paper product? Cards. Yeah. Greeting cards. Greeting. Yes. Greeting cards. Yes. So Hallmark Card Inc. is now officially the name of the company and they started the Hallmark Channel It officially launched in 2001 Mm -hmm. and they produce original movies for their channel. And in December, they do like a Christmas countdown Uh and they produce several Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, the term Hallmark movie has kind of just become synonymous with any movie that is like very family values, very happy ending and usually there's romance involved. Mm-hmm. So And it's made for TV. These aren't in the theaters. Right. These are for TV or DVD. Some of them <laughs> oh, actually seriously? went to DVD. Yep. And now for streaming platforms. Yeah. So these are all official Hallmark Channel movies, except for the one that I invented. <laughs> That's an okay. Andy original, but Hallmark, you can hit me up if you like it. You know? <laughs> so we're going to go in chronological order of the release. Okay. okay. The first movie is called A Boyfriend for Christmas. It was released in 2004. Career-oriented spinster lawyer Holly Grant is angry with Christmas. That's because when she was 13 years old, she asked Santa for a boyfriend, and the 20-year time limit on the promise is almost up. Santa, who spends his busy holiday season volunteering at a Salt Lake City women's shelter, (laughs) sends fellow lawyer Ryan to her house on Christmas, decorated with a bow. Holly is eventually intrigued and brings him along to her family Christmas party. Under the pseudonym... Doug Furwood, he charms all of them. Traditional gender roles ensue, and Holly finds herself falling for Doug. One problem, her ex-boyfriend Ted, who relentlessly pursues Holly despite her utter lack of interest, even proposing to her out of the blue. Toxic masculinity reigns as Ted and Doug continue to scheme for Holly's heart. Ted discovers Ryan's real identity and exposes him at the Grant family New Year's Eve party. Santa, who is still there for some reason, (laughs) watches as Holly rejects Doug slash Ryan, disheartened that he has failed to deliver a Christmas wish for the first time. Ted makes a second public proposal as Santa sinks further into dejection, but Holly declines to go find Ryan instead. 
They kiss as the midnight fireworks begin and Santa ho ho hoes in relief. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yes. I don't think I've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love these names. Holly. Yeah, also yeah. her name's Holly. Yes. Furwood. Yeah, like, yeah. These are so Christmassy. Yeah. So my favorite highlight from this one is the credits opening and closing. They have a knockoff version of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You. So it's like an original version with different lyrics and like only just changed melody to, yeah. to just not be All I Want for Christmas Is You. It's like Santa send me a boyfriend uh, for Christmas. Okay. It's, yeah, it's uh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. Okay. The Santa... Being an actual character in the movie is really surprising to me. Yeah, he's a character. When you hear the other synopses, yeah. you maybe won't be so surprised okay. that okay. Santa is a character. Also, Santa's Christmas gifts have a 20-year shelf life? Like, what is that about? Yeah, yeah. But this is like real, real Santa, not like a mall Santa. No, yeah. Well, he is in a mall at the beginning. <gasps> okay. But then, like, he is real Santa, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. This sounds like a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally watch it. I will say definitively, I have no desire to watch any of these a second time. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that one puts you in the mood. That's yeah, one gets your Christmas, Christmas started. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if it's real or not. I really need the other ones to compare. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, with these movies, like all of them will sound real. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. movie number two A Red, White, and Blue Christmas. Oh boy. 2008. Medical doctor and austere British stereotype, Annabelle Powell is on her way back home from a conference when her chartered plane is forced by a freak winter storm to land at a municipal airport in rural Tennessee. Belle is informed that she must remain in the small town of Elizabethton over the holidays. The airport cafe owner, Clara Birch, takes pity on her and offers to have her over at her house, a huge mountain chalet that she can somehow afford. Clara has eight adult sons, all of them home for Christmas with their families. The only single one is Chase, a free-spirited street artist. The general chaos and Americanness of the house shocks poor Annabelle. During a rowdy game of backyard football, Chase twists his ankle and is attended to by Belle. She sneers at his profession and lack of seriousness, while he calls her an uptight priss. But it is his turn to be shocked the following morning when she takes along on a family quail hunt and proves herself a capable huntress. She reveals that her father had been a gamekeeper on an estate in Brandonshire, where she grew up. Chase proves himself not so frivolous by showing Belle one of his early murals downtown while the family is caroling. They almost kiss, but Belle reminds him that she goes back to London the next day. In a self-conscious ripoff of Love Actually, Chase stops Belle at the airport and confesses his feelings for her. The entire airport claps as they kiss, including an airport Santa, and they leave for London together. Dang. Wow. <laughs> wow. So a couple of highlights. Oh my God. Every song is countryfied. Yes. Yes, of course. Yes. And of course, Elvis's Blue Christmas is mm -hmm. among them. Elizabethton is a real place okay. in Tennessee. Okay. In Brandonshire? Brandonshire is not a real <laughs> okay, place. Okay. <laughs> no. I was going to say, these location names are very specific. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they clearly picked Elizabethton because yeah. she was queen at queen the time of this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's British. Weird. I like how the names come up again. Mm -hmm. Clara Birch. Yeah. Right. Everyone has a tree name, apparently. <laughs> sure. 
And then her name's Belle. Belle, yeah. yeah. The only thing that I don't like that the name of the guy is Chase and not Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> come on. I think oh. that would be yeah. like, yeah. you know, they go quail hunting. Right. Okay. Yeah, Hunter. Yeah, they <laughs> go, go yeah. quail hunting. I mean, the football game and the hunting, that sounds yeah. like wedding crashers. Like, yeah. they, they're just ripping off all these other movies, you know? <laughs> Wow, yeah, sure. <laughs> I totally believe this movie exists. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't get more Americana in there. It's in there. It is. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't do the music for you, but like right. the music is really the big thing. It's yeah. just okay. country versions of everything. Silent Night with a twang. Okay, okay. And wow. the cafe owner has eight sons. <laughs> and, and can afford a mountain <laughs> Wow, wow. I mean, this must be an overpriced cafe. At a municipal airport. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, she has a British accent. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has accents. Okay. And not all of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's awesome. I kind of uh, want to watch that one. Yeah. If it's real. Okay. Nice. It could be real. Could be fake. It's very hard to say. I'm no. leaning towards real on that one, but yeah. I'm really on the fence. I need two more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Movie number three, The Santa Incident from 2010. Santa's sleigh is mistaken as a UFO and shot down by Homeland Security. Wow. Starting strong. <laughs> the next morning, an unconscious and bedraggled Santa is found at the docks by two children, Daniel and Sophia, who barely save him from being traumatically squashed by a crane. Santa is taken to the hospital in a coma where the children's single mother, Joanna, who is a nurse, cares for him. When Santa's skull fracture miraculously heals in a day, Santa stays with Joanna and the kids. Homeland Security, it turns out, has been tracking Santa for years and sends no-nonsense Agent Erickson and his bumbling comic relief partner to follow him. They are using him as bait to catch his elves and his entire operation. Meanwhile, Santa turns part of the town into an impromptu toy factory and schemes to get Joanna and the town sheriff Hank together. The elves, played by bad child actors and led by a toy robot, show up to rescue Santa. In a final showdown, Agent Erickson presents Santa with the evidence of his international security threat, a huge cage full of stuffed animals. After he is rescued, Santa is reunited with his sleigh, elves, and reindeer just in time to make his Christmas Eve delivery, but not before gifting Nurse Johnson and the sheriff mistletoe so they can kiss while the children laugh on. Oh, that's a weird movie. <laughs> uh, right off the bat, the title of the movie yeah. is not a traditional hallmark that you'd expect. It's not right. a pun. Right. They didn't say Christmas. They said yeah. Santa. Yeah. And it sounds like a mystery. Right. And Homeland is involved and yeah. UFOs. Yeah. A lot of things happening yeah. in the movie. And it's not like a typical romantic movie. No. Yeah. No, it's no. barely romantic. It sounds no. like it's a subplot. Yeah. So this movie sounds to me like it can't figure out if it wants to take itself seriously, like Santa's real, let's shoot it down with Homeland Security, or if it's like magic, like elves are real. Is it magic? Is it real? It sounds like this movie doesn't know what no, it is. No, he just builds stuffed animals. And then gives them to kids. Yeah. And he has elves. Yeah. <laughs> and he also flies with his sleigh with reindeer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, magic is real. Yeah. yeah. I like laughed out loud when they show the shot of Santa unconscious on the railroad tracks because he's like, you know, he's like he's Santa. So he's like tubby, yeah. but he doesn't have his red suit on anymore. Oh. He looks like he escaped a prison and then uh. is like a drifter who fell <laughs> okay. asleep on the train tracks. Yeah. And then two children have to save him. <laughs> and then he has a skull fracture that miraculously heals. Dang. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of magic in this. Yeah. See, I would believe that this was a movie, but not a Hallmark movie. Yeah. It doesn't sound super family oriented mm -hmm. and like lovey and romantic. Yeah. 
maybe they were getting sick of all those movies being <laughs> the same thing. They wanted to try something new. I mean, this is a drastically different than your traditional Hallmark plots, yeah. right? Starting with the title of the movie. Yeah. And the names. There's no puns in the yep. names. Yeah. I mean, I'd believe this is a real movie only because the plot is so significantly yeah. different yeah. that I'm sure the executives one year, okay, let's try something creative, yeah. you know? Yeah. Could be. Or maybe it's just plain light. Yeah. It's <laughs> hard yeah. to tell. That's a lot of mind games. Yeah. Santa, help me. <laughs> this is my 20 year wish. If you're not knocked out on the docks somewhere, please save me. Yeah. Like, All right. Okay. One more. One more. Movie number four A Christmas Wedding Tale from 2011. And this is Tale T A I L. Okay. Ooh. Okay. As you will find out why soon. Mm hmm. Self-styled city girl and recently unemployed Susan moved to a small town in California, bringing her golden retriever, Rusty. While on a walk, Rusty, who actually narrates the movie, meets fluffy white poodle Sherry and falls in love. Sherry's owner, Jake, is taken by Susan and offers to give her a tour of his vineyard. Both nervously reveal that they have children and dead spouses. <laughs> What's going on? What? They and their dogs quickly fall in love, Jake proposes, and they agree to marry on Christmas. As they quickly plan their wedding, about an hour of problems ensue, including a dog chase through a bakery and some light misogyny. When Susan reveals that she's been offered her dream job in New York, Jake refuses to go with her. The dogs unite the kids to ask a poorly miked Santa to get their parents back together. He gets Jake's friend to play a super romantic silent night for them to dance during. And Susan decides that her career is nothing compared to a man who then sings rockabilly jingle bells so badly <laughs> that even the other actors can't keep from cringing. Then they get married in a wedding that it's easy to forget because it's California is Christmas themed. Rusty the dog declares everyone happy ever after. Oh, Rusty. Come on. Narrated by a dog. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Rusty narrates the movie. I mean, oh. the, yeah, the tale is real. Yeah. yeah, from tip to tail, this movie yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah. This is a cartoon? This sounds no. so fake. No, it's live action. Oh, man. <laughs> They're real dogs. This sounds so bad that yeah. it's true. <laughs> like, kind of those things. Yeah, it really does. When Susan and Jake go on their first date, they're like bantering and... Susan says, the longest recorded flight of a chicken is 13 seconds. That's her, like, pickup line. Oh, she's into I Should Have Known podcast. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Wow. And the dogs are also in love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. You so, know, it's, it's a movie for animal lovers. It's a movie for career-oriented people. Kids are in lots it. Lots so. of kids. Between the two of them, they have five children. Okay. Wow. It's like the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Right. I don't want to watch this movie, <laughs> no. but it sounds kind of real. Yeah. Kind of weird enough to be real. Okay. We've got know. like some four really cool plots. Yeah. But of course, we know that one of them you totally made up. Do you mind repeating like the titles of yeah. the movie before we take our guesses? All right. Movie number one, A Boyfriend for Christmas. Movie number two, A Red, White, and Blue Christmas. Movie number three, The Santa Incident. And movie number four, A Christmas Wedding Tale. One of those I invented. Mm, that's tough. It's really tough. Yes. All of them have really good potential yeah. to be movies. Yeah. So. 
And then there becomes the mind game of, did she make one that's so not Hallmark that right. we believe that it's real? Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Well done. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. You made Which, it very difficult. Yeah. Whichever one is Good. the fake one. So. I had to sit through those three real yeah. ones. <laughs> you should send the plot yeah. to Hallmark and yeah. see if they want it. Yeah. Should we okay. begin with the first one? The first one. Sounds kind of bland even compared yeah. to the other three, mm -hmm. which checks out for Hallmark yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The one that I have doubts about is number two. Mm -hmm. That's the one that I'm leaning mm -hmm. towards. The pun in the name is one thing. Yeah. I think that if she made up a movie, she would put a pun in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the names. Yeah. You know, the other ones are like so weird that it stands out. But yeah. this one is like traditional it's Hallmark. It's so classic. It's yeah. so classic. That's <laughs> yeah. why I'm thinking this is the one she made up. Yeah. Like, you know. Because it's so Hallmark. It's so Hallmark. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I could believe that. Yeah. Number three was the Santa incident. Yeah. That one is so wild. I, I'm i not sure she could make that up. Yeah, you I know? know, right? That's like, wow. I think that plays into the mind games, but mm -hmm. I think it's just out there. And the fourth one, the dog one, there's another pun. There's a lot going on in there, yeah. but it also kind of fits the mold of like, you know, the classic Hallmark movie. It's just got these weird added touches of yeah. the dog and stuff. So I think maybe that one was fake. Okay, could be. So I think this. it's between two or four. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with number two. And number four for me. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, the movie Hallmark, you're welcome to this plot <laughs> that I'm invented, is a red, white, and blue Christmas movie number two. It is. I made that one up. You couldn't resist a pun on a Christmas song. <laughs> well, also, like, all of them are named that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like... Yeah. So, have you ever heard of the movie The Prince and Me? The Prince and Me. Mm -hmm. Julia mm -hmm. Stiles. Yes. She's from Wisconsin. It takes place in Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was like kind of inspired by that. And I originally I had it where somebody was like royalty. Yeah. So Brandon is a dukedom in mm -hmm. the UK. So I made Brandon sure as like a fake mm. dukedom. And yeah, the whole idea of yeah. like a British person or like a fancy person coming to rural America. Yeah. And so I kind of used some of those elements. And you it. switched it where it was Annabelle instead of the prince. Yeah, yeah. And Elizabethton is a real place in Tennessee yeah. with yeah. a real municipal airport. Mm. Yeah. Yes. See, that's the thing that, st that stood out to me. <laughs> you know, it's like things are like too good. Like yeah. here, you yeah. know, there's like yeah. a tight plot. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. wow. Good, good. My Hallmark watching movie yeah. skills came up finally <laughs> some use. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But That's well so done. Funny. But yeah. yeah, the Santa incident is real. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But I want to watch this dog movie. No, you don't. <laughs> no, that one is, I, that one truly was the worst one. Okay. That was the third one I watched. Right. And it was a struggle <laughs> to finish that one. It's so boring. Like, yeah. Ugh, I hate it. It was bad. I would not recommend that one. <laughs> would you recommend any of them? Honestly, the Santa Incidents. I yeah. think not that's so the bad. one. Not yeah. so that's bad. One. It's one of those movies where it's so bad, it's kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I should have known. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. We'll be continuing our winter theme for the rest of the month. And as always, thanks for listening. Yeah. Christmas. <laughs>